plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are Locked On Jets, your daily podcast on the New York Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It is Monday, July 31st, 2017. Thank you for joining us. I'm John B. from gangreennation.com. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to it. You can listen to it on many different platforms, including iTunes, Audioboom, and Spotify. And if you'd be so kind, give it a good rating. Thanks in advance if you do so. Well, training camp is officially underway. Our long off-season wait has come to an end. The Jets are now practicing, preparing for the 2017 NFL season. The Jets reported uh, to camp on Friday and Saturday and Sunday. They got their first practices of the season going. And there were a few developments. Nothing major, I think. People tend to overreact to the first couple days of training camp just because it's an information overload. You spend months and months and months just looking, you know, dealing with scraps of information. Uh, So the fact that you get a ton of news at once makes you probably overrate the stories that come out. You probably probably read way too much into things. What you have to remember is that these are just two practices. If during the regular season you heard that some guy was playing great and he had two good practices in a row, you would not see you would not have have your opinion changed at all. It's just a couple practices, so it's important to remember. Also important to remember that even though these players in this day and age are in great shape, you know they come into camp, they don't really need to get into shape. There still are some technical things. Uh, that they are going to be shaking the rust off with. So, a lot of this is training camp is still about preparation for the season. So, even if a guy's off to a rough start, not a big deal at this point. There are a few pieces of news that we will uh, jump into today. We'll talk about the first is a piece of good news, a minor piece of good news, but a piece of good news for the Jets, and that is that everybody passed their conditioning test. Um, only rookie Jeremy Clark was placed on the uh, active-slash-non-football injury list. And Clark, of course, is coming off a serious injury he sustained in his final year of college. Outside of that, uh, Jets look pretty healthy. Nobody was placed on the physically-unable-to-perform list. So that's, a, you know, if nothing else, you, you want to be healthy. That, that's a good sign. Last year, the Jets were not healthy. They had some guys on the pup list. Uh, early, of course, Breno Giacomini went into the season on the physically unable to perform list. Now, it's not necessarily a huge deal in training camp because in camp you can come off the list at any point. So that's um, when you are on the list at the start of the season, you're out six weeks. So, but it's good that nobody starts the season on the list. So. The Jets will not be dealing with the pup list this year. Now, that also means roster 
cuts get slightly trickier at the end of camp because if you have a guy on the pup list, you can keep him there for the start of the season, and that opens up an extra roster spot, but that's very minor. And you don't want to, you know, if you've got a guy on, a, on the pup list that who you want, who's going to be an integral part of your team, it's not really worth it to have him on the pup list if you can avoid it, if it just means keeping, you know, the 54th best guy on your team. So minor good news for the Jets there. It sounds like everybody's healthy at the start of camp. Nobody will be on the physically unable to perform list uh, this this season for this football team. Now, as far as camp goes, um, the reps, the first team reps at quarterback, which uh, everybody's watching, on day one, Josh McCown uh, took the lion's share. Bryce Petty and Christian Hackenberg also got some interesting comments by Todd Bowles uh, saying that the Jets did not necessarily plan to split those reps evenly. That is what they said their plan was during the offseason program. They wanted to give all three quarterbacks an equal number of reps. That's not necessarily the case in training camp, and I'm not really surprised. Now, Bowles did not specify his plan. His quote was, we have a plan when the preseason games start, and it's really a case where Bowles has shown you in now his third year that he's not really going to tell you a whole lot. You're not really going to get a whole lot out of his press conferences unless you really know how to ask a question. So I'm not surprised that they are not necessarily going to be splitting the reps equally between three guys. I think it's tough because you have to prepare your start. In addition to finding the starter, you also have to make sure he has enough reps to be prepared for the start of the season, and that's tricky to, to do when you are split, uh, slicing the pie into three equal parts. Now, the reports are that Christian Hackenberg actually is off to a pretty solid start in, these, in this camp. We will just have to wait and see. That's one uh, file under there are only two practices so far. Now, that's Still good news, you'd rather the guy be off to a good start than a bad start, but again, it's only two practices. Now, of course, I would say that I have a tough, difficult time figuring a way the Jets can surprise people this season unless Hackenberg goes out and plays very well um, for this team because the quarterback is such a difference maker in this league. And I think a lot of the prognostications about the Jets, why many people think that they're not going to be a great team this year, is the quarterback position, is that on paper right now, it's tough to get excited, for me at least, and I think for a lot of people, about what you see there. So if Hackenberg goes out and plays better than people think he can, then this team's ceiling changes, and the uh, forecast for this season also changes. Now, interestingly, uh, and this started with an early Ben Ijalana comment. This happened uh, on Friday. Ijalana, uh, who, of course, was the team's swing tackle a year ago and then signed a decent-sized contract, not an enormous contract, but a pretty big contract for a guy of his track record, indicated that he would be uh, working at left tackle in training camp with Kelvin Beecham, which was kind of surprising because the Jets signed Beecham and gave him $12 million guaranteed, and Beecham plays left tackle. And the Jets gave Ijalana a deal that, if you match up the salaries, looks like pretty solid starting right tackle money. So Ijalana said he's going to be working in camp with Beecham at left tackle, which was a little surprising. And Eric Allen, the Jets uh, team reporter, 
sent out a tweet on Sunday that said, Ijolana getting some left reps at left tackle. Todd Bowles said both tackle spots are open competition. And we'll see how this plays out. I think it would be a little, I think it would be kind of shocking if Kelvin Beecham was not the left tackle. And I, I would struggle to conceive of a way you would just be able to justify giving Beecham $12 million guaranteed to be a backup. And the way the Beecham deal is structured, he almost certainly has to be on this team until uh, the end of next season. And, I mean, he's clearly far and away the guy with the best track record among the tackles. I understand. I, I like the idea of making guys compete for your job. But I would have to think Beecham wins at the end of the day because... It begs the question, why would you give a guy $12 million guaranteed if you didn't think he was good enough to start right off the bat? So it's something that bears watching. It's not something to go crazy over. And I guess the same same question with Ajelan is, why would you give him that money if he didn't think he was good enough to start at right tackle without competing against other guys? So this is a situation we'll have to watch play out. And sometimes in training camp, there are other things going on with the way the team distributes reps. Uh, you know, sometimes a guy may start with the second team or have some other guy, you know, they may be moved around. Sometimes you're trying to motivate a guy. Uh, sometimes you're just trying to give another guy more reps. So it could be that they're looking to get Brandon Shell extra reps at right tackle, so they move Beecham out. Uh, because training camp's a good spot to give players reps, help develop their, help develop their games, give them the attention, because in camp, you can focus much more on development than you can during the regular season. During the regular season, your really one and only goal is to try and win games. There's some development that goes on, but your focus is on the game plan. Your focus is on preparing for the next opponent. There, there's always some degree of attention on developing players, but it's you can afford to do it much more in training camp in the preseason because you're not your objective is not necessarily to win games. You you want your team you want your team to play well, and it's nice if you win games, but that's not really anything that matters. When was the last time you remember the Jets' preseason record? What was the Jets' preseason record last year? Can you remember it? Well, my hat's off to you if you can, but I doubt that you can remember who won or lost those games because it's not about winning or losing in preseason. It's about developing. It's about avoiding injury. It's about preparing for the season. It's not about the score. So you have a ch- this is the time of year where you are looking to teach young players how to play the game and that leads us into our next development which is the young wide receivers are Darius Stewart and Chad Hansen who and we talked a little earlier how the Jets are relatively healthy nobody's on the physically unable to perform list everybody passed their conditioning test but the third round receiver and the fourth round receiver have been held out of uh, team drills early in this po- to this point in training camp, they're both dealing with some ailments. Hansen uh, has a knee injury, and Stewart is dealing with a few problems, uh, thumb and groin. So they've been held out of, tr- of team drills. Again, they both passed their conditioning tests. So mm, the, your hunch is that th- these ailments are relatively minor. And, of course, you don't want to send a guy out early in camp and have them aggravate an injury and be out a couple weeks so it's always smart when somebody's dealing with something minor and something nagging to just let it heal on their own, even if it means missing a day or two. But you hope that they get back onto the practice field sooner rather than later, because again, training camp is 
a great opportunity to develop young players. And I think back to Devin Smith, who the Jets drafted in plays the same position. Jets drafted them second round of 2015. He's a guy who his third NFL season has had zero training camps. And it's just uh, one of those things that I think has, that's held him back. Now, not maybe not as much as injuries, but he's a guy whose game was kind of raw. So to the extent that Devin Smith was going to be developed into a player, I mean, obviously the injuries are, are a part of this, but when he comes back next year, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tricky because he's lost a lot of developmental time by missing these uh, training camps. So, You'd like to see Stewart and Hanson get out there on the field as soon as possible without endangering themselves, without the potential of them getting hurt longer, So, uh, but getting hurt more. So that'll be something worth keeping an eye on. Now, Monday's a fun day at Jets camp because the players are going to be in pads for practice, which is a rarity uh, in this day and age. You don't You don't get many practices with pads, so... It'll be worth. It'll be fun to uh, see what happens. Bowles indicated that he was kind of fired up uh, to see this team practice in pads. So that'll be our discussion for Tuesday. This is the end of Monday's show. This has been the Locked On Jets podcast. I'm John B. from GangreenNation.com. Subscribe to the show. It's available on iTunes, Audio Boom, and Spotify. And if you'd be so kind, give it a good rating. Until Tuesday, I hope you have a great start to your work week. Take care, everybody. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst.